Pay me a compliment, Melvin. I need one. Quick. You have no idea how much what you just said hurt my feelings. A compliment is something nice about somebody else. This is a request from June. Now or never. Okay. And mean it. Can we order first? And that's from As Good As It Gets. And we've all been in situations where we're with somebody who says something that hurts us. And we've been so starved, so hungry just to hear one kind word, especially when it's earned, especially, well, only when it's earned, obviously. But when you've earned it, when you've done something good or you've gone out of your way for somebody or you've accomplished something really nice, you want that recognition from the loved, from your loved ones, whether it's your mom, your dad, your uh, kids, your spouse, husband, wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend, you want that recognition. And sometimes people don't give it. They're very stingy with it. And you may be one of the stingy people. That's uh, If you are, you want to break out of that pattern and be able to express yourself. And sometimes you need to be able to express both the good and the bad. And that takes skills. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist. And I teach those skills. I love those skills. So you can give me a call with any question that you have on your mind concerning a problem in your life that may be related to your kids. It may be related related to your family, it may be related to work, co-workers, or your boss, or financial problems, or problems with yourself. You procrastinate, or you get angry, and you don't know how to deal with it, and you'd like to change it. Pick up the phone and give me a call. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, and visit my website, drkenner.com. And right now, I want to welcome Annie to the program. Annie, you're dealing with a brother who's depressed? Yes. And you said that he's dropped out of sight? Um, well, it's kind of hard to see him because I live in a different state than he does. Okay. How far away? I'm in Massachusetts. He's yeah. in Florida. Oh, that's a ways. Yeah. yeah. And tell me what... Uh, Give me a little glimpse of what's going on and why it's such a loss for you. Um, well, he just he won't answer emails um, or telephone calls. He didn't come for Christmas, and um, we lost our first brother. What happened? Um, he died of colon cancer. He was 48. And then my second brother died. He was 50, and he died of liver cirrhosis. And... Uh, my brother now... How old was he? He was 50. Okay. And my mother died of liver cirrhosis at 43. Okay. Alcohol so, problems at all? Pardon me? Alcohol problems at all? Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And and my brother in Florida um, has had some struggles with alcohol. And it's it's just... He's not very communicative anyway, but it's very rare for him not to join us in Ohio for Christmas with my it's just my dad and I left out of and my yeah. and and my brother in Florida out of six of us. Wow. Wow. So it's just very unusual for him to miss Christmas and he did contact my my daughter in law and say, Well, I can't afford it. My dad emailed him and said, I'll send you you know, just tell me how much a check will be in the mail 
tomorrow, and he's never responded to my dad. That was probably two weeks before Christmas. Does he have an okay relationship with dad? As far as we know. Okay, so it isn't like they have a long-standing history or abuse in the past where it's like, don't give me your money, I don't want it. No, oh, no, 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 no. So it's just... Nothing like that. So, and what do you know about your brother that... Um, you said he drinks. That's mm-hmm. you know that he's going through uh, pretty. Your whole family's going through grief. You've had multiple losses. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if. if um, I, I just don't know what's going on with him. What do you it's, suspect? I just think he's severely depressed, okay. and I think that. Um, he just recently got a dog, another dog, which we thought was a really good thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he has to take care of something now. But it, it just really concerns us because, especially after losing half the family already, mm-hmm. we've just been very careful to stay in touch and get together, even though it's only once a year. But it, it, we just make sure that happens. And this year he didn't. He made no effort. He didn't contact anybody on Christmas. He did send a text message to my daughter-in-law just saying Merry Christmas to all, and that's the last we've heard from him. Okay. So um, is it possible to, you probably already thought of this, if you can afford it, to visit him or to take the money that your father was going to offer for him to come up and either Dad go down and visit him or you go visit him? Well, we've thought about that, um, but... I, I tried to get in touch with a friend down there to see if she could just go over and see if he was okay. I yeah. don't know if there's somebody that can just do a wellness check. Yeah. It, we may be blowing this out of proportion. It's just, I, I just would rather be safe than sorry. Meaning what? What goes through your mind? Oh, getting another phone call. That he's died? Yeah. Of of alcohol related liver problems or some other problems? Yeah, or alcohol poisoning or yeah. Okay. Um before just so I don't forget, there are two uh fabulous books that are actually three books that I want to recommend. Um, if you hope you have paper and pencil, but you can always go to my website, drkenner.com and get them also. Okay. And one of them is um, f- uh, for alcohol problems. The book is Sober for Good. If he doesn't read books, you can listen to it. There's a section at the end of how do family members deal with, uh, uh, with someone in the family who's an, who has alcohol problems. That will be helpful for you. You know, what to say and what not to, what they, how to reach them. Mm-hmm. If if you think that's the case, but you can only go on your best knowledge and you think it may be alcohol-related, and uh, the second uh, concern you have is that he's depressed. With depre- Yeah, I think the depression's kind of taken over. I think he's really, I, I think he just always thought he was immortal, and now that he's okay. watched two brothers die, he I think he really is just, soberingly aware of his mortality. Right. I think it really is freaking him out. Then it would be great if he could do some grief work. Um, It would be great if he could see a cognitive therapist. There's a website, theacademyofct.org, where they they have a find a therapist spot. 
CT for cognitive therapy. If he's willing, you know, he may not be able willing to go in. There's mm-hmm. another book, Choosing to Live. If you suspect anybody suicidal or even passively suicidal, you know, drinking themselves to death, but mm-hmm. basically suicidal, it that also has a chapter for family members, and that's um, Choosing to Live by uh, Thomas Ellis and Corey Newman. The other book would be a cognitive therapy book to help him with the depression, but that would be probably better for him to work, use in conjunction with therapy, and that's mind over mood. Um, so um, those should help you. I would try to write him another email perhaps or send mm-hmm. him a little card and say, help us understand where you're at or where what's going on. We, we're missing you. You know, just a, a warm welcome and... Uh, well, I actually have. I, I sent him a big package, um, which I never got, yeah. got any response to. Then ago with I a like, nice card saying, yeah. we missed you so much. Christmas wasn't the same. I, I love you. No response. And he may, and we don't know what's going on with him. It could be trauma. It could be guilt. You don't know. Um, yeah, we, we but I know, know we're right at the end of time, Annie. Um, what I recommend is, it sounds like that idea of having a friend visit him would help, or... Um, maybe visiting him with your dad. Listen, thank you so much for your call. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. Self-sacrifice doesn't lead to happiness and romance, but what is the alternative? Would it be doing whatever you feel like doing and treating your partner and others as servants? Is a me-only policy any better than a them-only policy? Aren't these two sides of the same sacrificial coin? In both cases, someone plays the role of victim. Me-only people are no better off than them-only people. Neither approach leads to happiness. Neither approach leads to an enduring, flourishing, and resentment-free romantic relationship. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com. Many romantic partners have complaints like, I live in the shadow of my husband's life, or I feel invisible to my girlfriend. These are common complaints, but you never want to betray yourself in a romantic partnership. When both partners value themselves and are lovingly honest with one another, romance flourishes. Discover the secrets to lasting love in this liberating book, The Selfish Path to Romance, by Drs. Edwin Locke and Ellen Kenner. That's The Selfish Path to Romance on Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.